my jawline finally looks good on a daily motor podcast this is in, this is incredible <laughs> welcome ladies gentlemen children boys girls episode 19 of the daily motor podcast coming to you live here from well it's only live for us it's, it's actually not live coming to you pre-recorded here from Daily Motor Studios mm-hmm. in scenic uh, Willow Run, Michigan. That's right. I don't know if Willow Run actually, I don't think it's its own. Uh, well, they do have a sign. They have a sign, which obviously makes it special. It's actually a pretty nice sign. It is a, it's a decent sign. Yeah, they're yeah. doing a lot to clean up this area. I like to think it's just for us. Oh, certainly. I think they watch all of the channels. Right. And they think we want our area to be well represented. Right. Well, the way I see it is if we ever get pulled over for driving like Hoonigans on a test loop or anything, Which I want to never do. Never. No. I want, I, I'd like to point out to, uh, to I don't know, police chief, township supervisor, something like that. I'm like, do you realize how many millions of people yeah, witness marketing? Yeah. This, this your, area every single day. Yeah. And then you could remind him that you pay his salary too. I think they like when you do that. <laughs> did you try that when you got pulled over in no. the uh, sonata and no. <laughs> no. excuse me <laughs> pretty sure i pay your salary um, I, I, I think that right. i think that guy would really really oh, appreciate he would have loved that yeah he was definitely the type right we've had an interesting week we had two very notable cars which i really appreciate there are a lot of press cars we get that are just kind of eh. yeah. like it's like they, they they come and go like if I asked you to be like hey tell me something about the uh, did you even drive the Mitsubishi Outlander? Yes. Tell Wait, me which something one? about it. The Outlander, the white one. No, I drove the uh, the uh, brown one. Wait, a brown one? Yeah, the hybrid, the plug-in. Oh, the old one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, one was fairly noteworthy because it was the elderly. shifter was phallic. Yeah, very I can much tell you so. that about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this week, with the Mazda 3 Turbo and the Defender 90 V8, uh, two very notable cars. One thing I found interesting with the Land Rover, <laughs> did you see that on the on the window sticker, it didn't list that the engine is supercharged? I don't know if you caught that. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very strange, because it's a supercharged V8. Yeah. You'd think they'd want to say that, but, but it just says V8. You know, they did give you horsepower and torque, though. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. I always like when Monroney's do that. It makes our job... It's just that much easier. Yeah. yeah. What an awesome car. Oh, just top 10, maybe top five, actually, cars that we've driven, in my yeah. opinion. And it's a perfect example of a lot of, a lot of it is not good. There are a lot of, like, mean? bad things about that car. Like the interior rattles? Rattles. It floats all over the place. It's very vague to drive. It uh, is impractical. It's horrible fuel economy. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it's impractical. Why is it impractical? It's a two door. Yeah, but the back seat's SUV. massive. Yeah, but the to back get seat in is there. Huge. No, it's just power. Getting in there is a pain in yeah, the. But ass. it's power. Yeah, but you have to like hold it in one direction to get it to. What is it? Go back. I think That's you have to true. Hold it. But yeah. and and if you're just like putting something in the back, it's and then put it in there and yeah. kind of finagle it. Yeah. Um, a lot of bad things about the car, but it's wonderful. Yeah. It's it's so good. It's kind of the opposite of the Raptor. Of yeah. Like, well, cars have to be bad in order for them to be good. Yeah. Sometimes, most of the time, some character, just yeah. like the Miata. The Miata is loud mm-hmm. and uncomfortable right. a lot of the times, and too small, but it's excellent. I just, um, it, it's one of those cars where you just watch the the needle drop. <laughs> the fuel needle. The fuel needle. <laughs> I filled that thing up. Literally filled it up yesterday. Okay, I've driven it maybe twenty miles. I've gone through an eighth of a tank. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you can't keep it full. I'm like, I'm trying to keep it full for, you know, giving it back and everything. And yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's insane how, <laughs> I think I, I was averaging like 12.6. Yep. MPG. I think that's, I think that's what it was pretty. But I actually achieved 19 on my highway. I was going to ask you test. about that. Yeah. 19.2 or something. What's EPA? 19. Oh, wow. It was over, it was, or maybe it was like 19.1. I don't know. It was, it essentially met EPA. Okay. The, the cluster actually read out, the little display in the middle read 20.1 Okay. at the end of my trip. Wow. So, Overachiever. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool, too. It's, oh, it's, it's just such like a Bond villain car. It's yeah, so, like a black on black spec. It's kinda. so sinister. Like, just right. so awesome. Yeah. And again, if I didn't have Anne family 
Mm -hmm. I would I would choose the two door. There's just something about it. The the four door defender didn't really speak to me all that much. Doesn't look as cool either. No, it doesn't look as cool. It's just kind of like yeah, you're just you're trying too hard. It's like a discovery. Right, and I feel the same way about the Bronco, but like and the Jeep really. Yeah. But the two doors all look like okay, you're committed, Mm -hmm. and and yeah, this is a special car. Yeah. And putting the V8 in there, I mean, what I what I really love about that car is it's kind of like the end of an era. Totally. <laughs> We're not really going to get many cars like well, that Well, Stu anymore. was telling me that they are not going to be able to build that engine in England after like two years from now. Because of regulations mm-hmm. or something? So that'll be it. I mean, they yeah. won't. it'll just be done after the next, in the next couple of years. So get them while you can. They're actually selling them at MSRP for $108,000. i have seen a few on AutoTrader that are still up for sale. For their li- That's unheard of nowadays. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> but if you want a Land Rover Defender 90 V8 two-door, you can have it for its window sticker uh, price. Daily Motor top tip. Daily go, Motor go top buy, tip. Go, go buy, buy a, a Land Rover Defender 90 V8 and tell Great Britain that they shouldn't stop producing the engine. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really good. I had so much fun driving that car around. And we've driven cars that are faster, and but there's something about the way that thing bucks and, and it's rolls around. And yeah, you just... And it sounds... You, you pointed out, it's not as obnoxious as an SVR car mm. in its noise, Mm-mm. so you don't feel like an asshole, right? but it's, it sounds so good and just satisfying yeah. that you just want to lean on it. I wasn't even full throttle all the time, but I was often like 5.8 like throttle, yeah. just like, mmm. Yeah, you, just, could, you could also yeah. get some really satisfying ZF 8-speed farts if you shifted yes. like between three just and 4,000 just right. It would give you that really good snap between shifts. Um, also, on cold start, if you blip the throttle... Ex- like gunshot pops and bangs really yes i found that out this morning <laughs> um cool. really cool yeah it's just just a cool car i mean Very i don't cool. really know how else to put it it was almost it was almost better and like more re- uh more reasonable and more realistic than actually someday owning a wrangler 392 because it's a little bit more usable it's not as rowdy and obnoxious and just horrible because i mean the wrangler 392 it's it's a really like how would you, you put wouldn't that want to car? drive it on the highway? You wouldn't want to drive it on the highway. You wouldn't it. want to drive it every day, right? No. It's a, it's Whereas a, this, you could totally daily. I have the word. It's okay. a thrilling experience, right? Yes. Driving the Wrangler 392. And I was just talking to the Topher about this while we were driving the Defender 90. I was like, I love the Wrangler 392, okay? But what I love most about it is that I can drive it for one week out of the year and then be done. <laughs> I can have my fun for a week, say that I drove it, have my fun, and then I can give it back to Stellantis and be like, okay. See you next year or before it catches on not. fire before it. Yeah. Well, now that since you mentioned that <laughs> when we were driving the Wrangler 392 last year, I had a power steering overheating fault while I was driving that car. I don't know if I ever told you about that. Oh boy. Yeah. I was worried it was going to burn to the ground while I was uh, at the wheel. You were close to the un- edge of your life there. Yeah, it was. It was very, it was a red warning light beep, beep, beep <laughs> on the cluster. The Topher um, and I were driving around a diesel Wrangler a few years ago on a review, and it also uh, threw a bunch of lights at did us. Did it catch on fire? Didn't catch on fire. Almost. Personally. Yeah. But that one was painted orange, so you wouldn't have really been able oh, to tell. Oh, you would have noticed, yeah. Well, yeah. our Wrangler was red. So. Yeah, I think they do that intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's perfectly summarized. The The Wrangler 392 almost has to be a second vehicle. It's like a sports car. Yes. It's not your main your main car, whereas, whereas the Defender could, could 100% be your... You have to have a lot of money. To put um, gas in it, yes. Right, right, right. But yeah, otherwise, though, I mean, the doors are large and heavy. Emily was struggling with the doors because sure. they're very large. I, I was also, I don't know if you did this to Emily at all, but I, I would intentionally put it up into douchebag mode, full full ride height when Alyssa had to get in or out. Oh, I like, didn't do that. She had to, like, climb <laughs> in. Yeah. Even though I'm not that mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, though, when I swapped with you on Friday, you had it in douchebag mode. Yes. And I forgot to lower it back down and i was driving and pulling out of the complex and i like kind of got on the gas i was like five eighths pulling out onto michigan avenue and i was like whoa what is going on and i was like oh charlie's got it in douchebag mode so i lowered yeah. it back down and then i was like okay now i'm good because yep. it actually doesn't handle too terribly when you're in normal mode no you can toss it you can toss it around corners it doesn't feel like it's going to flip over like i thought it was going to sure yeah the air suspension is pretty intuitive did you check out my uh, one, the beginning of my winding road drive? Oh yeah, I watched your video. Yeah, isn't it yeah. cool? I was yeah. like, it was almost stuck. Yeah, but put it into mud and ruts and just throttled out. Yeah, and it's some pretty pedestrian like street tires on that, mm-hmm. and it just—I mean, when you have that much power, you just I turn, won't do turn that. the earth. I'm I'm like traumatized. <laughs> I took the Jeep Grand Cherokee L back into that section, and same sort of thing. I put it in a mud mode, and it was able to get its 
you know, electronically with the car's brain, it was able to figure out how to get out. But I was so scared. I'm like, the Topher's uh, recovery senses are tingling right now. He's yep. going to have to come pull me out in the forerunner. <laughs> but um, yeah, so super yeah. cool car. It, it, and it also, it, it is kind of a nice middle ground between something like the Wrangler 392. Um, I mean, technically the Bronco Raptor is going to come out, but that's going to be a whole other type of thing. Yeah, it's, it's also ugly. So. It, yeah, and its engine's not going to be as exciting mm-hmm. it's going to be more like capable than the wrangler 392 probably from like a baja standpoint yeah but the engine's not going to matter as much so in daily yeah. driving it's just not gonna it's also the biggest vehicle i've ever seen have you ever it's seen one of those huge. on the road it's so big. it's like wider than a semi it's obnoxious yeah so it splits the gap nicely between the wrangler 392 and the uh the g63 the amg g63 yes well i said <laughs> earlier this week that that defender 90 is like a two-door bronco and a G63 had a baby. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me of. And it's also cool how it transcends uh, sort of automotive enthusiast uh, like boundaries because mm-hmm. you could, uh, everyone's going to appreciate that car. I can't think of anyone who would, who would be disdainful. No, everyone thought it was you cool. Could, you could take it to a Carson Coffee. Oh, yeah. You could take it to your law office. I mean, it was, yeah. it, it really fits Dentist, into a lot of different ways. Dentist. Miami. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely good car award. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think so far as of as far as 2022 goes, it's top five yeah. cars for me. Yeah, and I bet it'll stay there all year because yeah. it's it's one of those cars. Um, oh, we haven't even talked about the best part of it: huh. steering wheels Alcantara. You're right. Is that nice was just wheel. amazing, and it was the car only had a thousand miles on it, so it wasn't all matted and disgusting yet. <laughs> right. Uh, also, a fairly phallic shifter. Slightly phallic. Yeah. Yeah, and also kind of in the way when you're going to use the infotainment. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I did, convenient when you're actually using the shifter. Yeah, and you could uh, manual shift with it. It was kind of a cool. And manual it was in shift. the right direction too. Yeah, up yeah, was yeah. down, down was up. Yep. Yeah. No, very, very good job, Land Rover. Keep it yeah. up, anyone. If if you have the means, I would highly recommend it. No, that's seriously. We it was funny. We were driving down the highway. Emily and I were driving down the highway. We passed the Mega Millions board. Yeah. And it was like three hundred million or whatever. She was like. Man, what would you do if you won like the Mega Millions? And I was like, well, I'd buy one of these immediately. <laughs> this is the first thing I would buy. I would go to Land Rover and I would order a Defender 90 two-door V8. You know, that would be quite the house, uh, the, the garage, an LC500 and a Defender 90. Oh, two V8, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quite good. Yeah, good car. Uh, fun fact, um, Alyssa and I bought a Mega Millions ticket oh, did uh, you a few win? weeks ago. Uh, no, I can't find the ticket. Oh, maybe yeah. you did win. Maybe we did win. I oh. could have a Defender 90 on order right now. Dang. And uh, rough. And I, I like put it somewhere. We were at our parents' house. I don't know if oh. I left it in the bedroom there or what. But Maybe uh, it's in whatever. What car were you driving last week? This was a while ago, actually. It was the, oh. I had the NX 350H. Oh, some Lexus engineer has now won the Mega Millions. Well, I hope he puts it toward good use. And yeah. a Land Rover Defender 90. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like the opposite of a Lexus. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Got to get the the uh, bumper to bumper if you're oh, yes. ever buying one. Very used, much so. But the other car we had this week, and another interesting one, is the Mazda three hatch turbo. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly, all wheel drive. drive. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. There's no reason for that car to be all wheel drive, other than I guess it doesn't ever. No, it spin. feels very front wheel drive. No, it does spin. Really? Oh yeah, I got the front wheels to spin on multiple occasions. Yeah. Then what's the point of it being all wheel drive? No just idea. Just, just marketing. Winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad car. No, not at all. It really isn't. It's quite good. But the the turbo model is is just unnecessary. It's yeah. and I don't know if it's better to say poorly executed or unnecessary because I, I could see there being an interest for a Mazda Speed 3, something with a manual. I'll never do that again. Very though. sport oriented, yeah. a little bit firmer suspension like a GTI competitor. Mm-hmm. But this is not that. No, not at not all. all. No. What was up with the steering? It, it just felt vague and, felt, and marshmallowy. It felt like old BMW M steering, kind of. But not in a good way. No, no. Well, that wasn't good steering, though, because yeah. you couldn't feel anything. Um, yeah, that car, and you summed it up kind of how I did with, on paper, it looks like, oh, maybe this is a GTI um, yeah. competitor, but it just isn't. You get in it, you drive it, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this is more like luxurious power, kind of. Because it's a little bit of a bigger four-cylinder, you know, I, I think maybe that's why they do the whole turbo thing, because like luxury cars, they usually have a little bit more power and a smoother powertrain. So they went for a bigger four-cylinder, turbocharged, all-wheel drive. Um, 
I kind of looked at it as like a stepping stone between a Honda Civic and like a BMW 3 Series. Sure. Kind of fits in between there. But um, speaking of the Honda Civic, if you sit in the back seat of a Honda Civic and then you sit in the back seat of that Mazda 3, you've got like an extra eight inches in the back of the Civic. It's just unreal. My I'm five foot eleven. My legs press into that driver's seat of the Mazda 3, whereas I have like limousine room in a Civic now. I don't know so, what the deal is with the hatch. There That's is the just biggest no room in, in that there. car. In the sedan, the Mazda 3 sedan, it's not it's not an issue. There's more oh, I believe that. There's more rear seat it's, room in the it's sedan. It's the weird sort of design language that they've done with the hatchback. The seat pillar's too large. Yeah. And the, the back seat's too small. Mm-hmm. It is interesting you bring up that kind of in-between language, though, because we had the Audi A3 recently. Yes. And I could actually see at the price point going with the Mazda 3 Turbo over the A3 because it the steering wasn't as good as the A3, but the, yeah. it's got more power than the A3, a smoother powertrain. Um, sounds better. Yeah, it sounds better. I mean, yeah. overall, I think I, en- I enjoy driving the Mazda better than the Audi. Yeah, and Soul Red is the best red oh, on the market. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. But, and again, for the price, I mean, 36000 is very expensive for a car of that. Um, just walk in. Sorry. Very Thought I heard the door open. <laughs> It's it's a it's expensive for that class, the Civic, the the Golf, you know, right. everything like that. But it's a bargain for an entry luxury vehicle. Yes. So I could actually see somebody buying that car, um, as a replacement for some sort of more luxury type yeah, car. If just... they care less about the badge and more right. about the actual features. Right. However, no cooled seats. A little disappointing there. Definitely. And I I think back to that, the. Forte GT that we just had. Yep, mentioned that in heated my review. Heated cooled seats, mm-hmm. heated steering wheel, I think. And that was the thing with me for the Mazda 3. Like, of course you can go on about all of its luxury features, right? It's got heated seats, heated steering wheel. It has adaptive cruise, um, lane keep to an extent, like that little steering assist thing. <laughs> um, Apple CarPlay, uh, you know, whatever else you want to say. But all of that stuff is available on like entry level cars now like Kias and Hyundais they just come with that for under 30 grand and yeah that Forte GT we drove was how much like 27,000 or something 26,000 26 yeah like okay, so $10,000 cheaper than the Mazda 3 and it was better to drive yes and yeah. it sounded cooler i think it looked better i wouldn't say it looks better it looks sportier, sportier. i mean it's obviously looks are subjective yeah. so yeah you know people can feel however they want I think the Mazda 3 hatch looks quite good. It does look cool. It looks a little more mature than the Forte GT, but the Forte GT also looks good. Yeah. They both look good. Mm-hmm. It's just a different kind of looking good. Yeah. Yeah. I had that Mazda 3 for a few days this week and never driving it around. I mean, we, we took it out a lot of errands earlier this week. Never once was I like, oh, I'm really glad I have the turbo. Like the normal, <laughs> nat- the naturally aspirated motor yeah. would have been plenty fine for me. Yeah. And you can have all-wheel drive in the naturally aspirated motor as well. Yeah, if you, if you get the sedan, you can have a manual. Mm-hmm. How much does the equivalent trim with the with the uh, NA motor cost? No idea. Let's find out. Let's do some Google. That sounds inappropriate. What? Do some Google. Do some Google. All right. Mazda 3. Oh, it starts at twenty thousand. Yeah, that's the thing. So ours was double the price of a base model car. Almost, yeah. And I've the sedan ne- looks really good. I've never driven a, a base one, but I'm sure it's quite good. Point five S. So there's a two O and a two point five. And Mazda's trims are so confusing these. Oh, days. what about the carbon edition? Gets you gray and black things with okay. some red leather trim seats. Uh, um, so. Oh, there you go. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, you go down because it's the tur- the premium plus. Well, let's go to. Uh, Wasn't ours the premium plus? We need to go to the hatch. This is the sedan. I thought you wanted to look at the sedan equivalent of the hatch. No, I wanted to look at the NA version of the hatch. Oh, I gotcha. So this is the one we had, the Turbo Premium Plus, starting at thirty four plus destination, so essentially thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. Yep. So, so you right could have that. the premium. Which still gets you the bows, leather trim seats. You're not getting a 360 view and the front and rear parking sensors. Kind of surprising. Oh, or a black but, spoiler either. <laughs> but you're talking 28.7, which is much, much better yeah. than 
I mean, you're, you're pretty at 186 much, horsepower. Yeah, I mean, it's going to drive just fine. Yeah. Um, but you could probably, I mean, it is a shame you have to pay that much to get the bows, but a, a, a comparable Civic is going to be about that much, a little bit cheaper, yeah. but but a touring Civic is going to be up in the high 20s yeah. as well. Can I please turn the heat down? I am Down? Yes. Are you cold a little bit? Yeah. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. I'm you sweating. Take, what do you have under your sweater? I'll just roll my sleeves up. I don't know. It's okay. It's 86 I, degrees here. Well, it, it, there's no way it's actually 86. It's set at 86. Okay. No, yeah. it's fine. Okay. I'll, I will survive. Maybe you're more in the line of the heat than yeah, I am. Probably. Yeah. That's okay. Sorry about that. No, it's okay. Should have drank a LaCroix to keep yourself chilled. I do actually have a Gatorade, but it's fine. You want to go get it? No, it's okay. Okay. For any of you wondering, I am uh, quite ill this yeah. week. So mm. we are. I th they've probably gathered that by now. <laughs> I, th I think they just assumed you wanted your jawline to look better. That's valid. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to see my face again. Right. So I, I think the Mazda 3 itself is a decent car. In fact, did you listen to the sound system? Yeah. So good. It's, the, it's pretty good, yeah. I pretty thought it was kind of bass heavy. Didn't you think it was a little bass heavy? I guess it's not necessary. I think maybe certain songs. Yeah. But I mean, you can adjust that. Yeah. When, you, when you really turned up like more complex music, it was very, very well balanced. Yeah. Would you and give it that, an A? Oh, yeah. 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 It's a very impressive system, especially at that price point. It's, it's yeah. the best at that price. Yeah. Yeah. Or none. People who talk shit about bows are just ignorant. And part of that's because bows, I think, devalue themselves a little bit over the last decade or so. What, being in Nissans? Being in Nissans. Mm. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Nissans and GM products. Yeah. But other bows are quite good. Yeah. So. so I would not give the Mazda 3 Turbo a good car. I don't Maybe think I would the... either. I, it's, it's one of those things where you have to consider good car, does it meet? what it's intended like its intended purpose right how is how is it to drive how to be to own and how well does it achieve its purpose how is it to drive smooth okay. but not exciting yeah so just good yeah it's fine it's fairly quiet on the highway and everything uh how to be to own i'm sure it'd be fine but it didn't like get great fuel economy oh it didn't i i didn't see any more i didn't like reset my fuel economy but i think it was like low 20s yeah i believe that average um, I, don't I know wasn't it, flogging it either when I was driving it, so I, I wouldn't have messed up the fuel economy. Right. I drove it like a grandpa. Yeah, same. So not great fuel economy. And, I mean, the turbo motor is obviously not going to be quite as reliable as just an NA motor. So I would argue for the, at that in that class, it's not going to be the best car to own yeah. either. And then how well does it achieve its purpose? That's where it gets vague. What is its purpose? Yeah. Is it, it, it's kind of all over the map. Yeah. I mean, the purpose of this car is to just be a, a, a handsome uh, well specs kind of the previous golf someone who would buy a golf before would get this car now mm -hmm. because the golf doesn't exist in base form here in the states right but i don't know who buys this car the 25 turbo front wheel drive so you someone who wants larger no, tail this is all wheel drive too oh this is just the non-premium plus so you're not oh i gotcha either of these cars the turbo turbo model i don't know who buys that larger tailpipes yeah and, and mm -hmm. the black coiler yeah, Something and a black front air dam. Right. Yeah. But this week, we've got a lot of exciting cars as well. It's actually one of our busiest weeks ever. Four press cars. We have four cars. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... You picked a good time to be ill. I know, right? Well, the yeah. other thing is Alyssa has like five reports this week for work, which is awesome. She actually got her first uh, ever like assigned to her from a management company, like appraisal. Oh. Uh, which is cool because it's... Yeah, big congrats, Alyssa. Applause, if she's applause button. She probably isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like five hundred bucks for like one report. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Making moves. She's, uh, yeah, she's. I'll have a Defender ninety in no time. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we're both very busy, and then travel. And uh, assuming we're gonna travel this weekend as well. Um, so a lot going on. But yeah, we were like, fuck it, let's throw in four press cards as well. Yeah. Well, you thought it was gonna be three. Yeah, and then I forgot about the navigator. And you forgot we had a fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so really, it's like, it's two plus two half press cars. Yeah, kind of. Because they give like, an Amos time in the compass too, or no? No. I mean, no. if he really wants it, he can take it. But Not true. Um, also, I am going to take pictures of the new Honda HRV. Yeah. In a couple of days mm -hmm. that you guys won't see for another month. But <laughs> and I just drove the new Kia Sportage as well. Yes, you did. Yeah, so I guess I'll yeah. talk about that first before yeah. getting into our into our press vehicles. Good. It's uh, it's good. It's I okay. mean, if if I said to you, hey, 
uh, uh, Kia came out with a new crossover, combat crossover, like face, like refresh. Mm-hmm. You'd probably assume it's good. Yeah. And you'd be accurate. Yeah. I saw that X line trim with the BFGs on it. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool because we did some pretty hardcore off roading with it. And mm-hmm. I have a video coming up tomorrow kind of showcasing that. Bottom it out. <laughs> no. Oh. But they actually had us like two wheels off the ground and everything. And wow. it, it did pretty well. Sweet. And the other thing is, is it was just very solid. There was no rattling, vibrations, anything. Um, it was good on road as well. Cool. Yeah, I uh, I'm not a huge fan of the looks. It's a little exotic. Alien. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think it'll sell well. I think it'll do well. It's it's fairly large inside for that class. Yeah. And I think it looks a lot better than the outgoing Sportage. I agree with that. Yeah, it's a little bit more elevated and unique to. Yeah, he is brand. We have a, a a good friend of yours who works at a Kia dealership. And yes. Gosh, what a what a perfect dealership to work for right now, a Kia dealer. Oh, they can't keep cars on the lot. I know. They just like literally money. It's it's almost like people wait at the gas station across the street for the truck to come, and then they pounce. Like Tellurides literally stay on the lot for a couple of hours. hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, your buddy uh, working as a finance manager there at the Kia dealership is is planning on buying either a uh, Bentley or a Ferrari. Yeah, right. A so exactly. Yeah. Things must be going pretty yeah. well. Yeah, he's 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 doing quite all right for himself. Yeah, yep. yeah, good call. I'd feel much worse if he were working at the uh, Nissan dealer across the street. Ooh, yeah. It's actually the same owner. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's he's happy that he's not over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although used car department is shared, so. Okay. At least, which is actually beneficial. Yeah. Because then you've got double the used cars right. to sell warranties on. So <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. But no, the new, new Sportage is good. It's fine. Um, I wouldn't put it top in that class. Again, going back to Mazda, I'd still probably take a CX-5. Right. I think I'd take a Tucson just because I like the looks a little bit better. Um, the one thing that was kind of weird, it's quite slow, which I'm okay with because I don't think most people buying that car are going to care. Yeah. But it's like foot to the floor just to get up to speed. Sort Is it of like slow. Nissan kicks? Kind of, well, yeah. Um, but the engine doesn't sound strained. It's just like, I'll get there when I get there. Is it there. a DCT in that? Or is it just like no, a No, I'm pretty sure it's a conventional auto. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine. I just didn't know. I figured it wasn't. Kia doesn't usually do CVTs. So I didn't no, no, no. It's definitely not CVT. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And uh, it's an okay Harman Kardon sound system. Okay. Yeah, I saw you gave it like a C or a B. What'd you give it? I don't know. I, I watched think it, was it a B this morning. Okay. I think it was a B minus. Yeah. 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 I need to pump out the other two videos. Those will be going up uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Cool. Yep. Um. So yeah, this week, and it's actually good that we're getting so many videos built up because I'm getting married in about a month and a half. And she had a cheer button again. Yeah. Wee. Yeah. And it'll be nice for us to be able to like take a week or two off, kind of, and and just have so many videos built up. That yeah. Just edit and yep. and kind of coast with it but uh starting things off we have the lincoln navigator refreshed for 2022 looks a little yeah. bit different outside green interior yeah very like a dark forest green yeah, interior with, with a tan headliner mm-hmm. for beige Alcantara headliner mm-hmm. i've always liked the navigator even though it's getting a little bit older in its current generation like i said the facelift kind of helps and it's not as uh fuck you as the escalate is it's not Mm-mm. it's it's more, I'm from Detroit, look at me. Right. And then you get in and there's a map of Detroit on the dash. Right. Yeah. So that way yeah, it breaks down in 15 years. They've, you can point out right on the map where it broke down. Yeah, or where it was stolen. Yes, yeah. or where it was stolen. Do they, they, do they build them in Detroit? They have to. Where do they build it? I'll look it up. Okay. Stand by. Yep. Um, it's a black label, so it's pretty darn fancy, very expensive. And it'll be interesting to see if they've tweaked the Revel sound system at all because I wasn't super impressed with it when I tested the last Navigator, the 2020 model year. But maybe it'll be a little better. Maybe it won't because that's where they rate it last year. Probably only like uh, it was before I did tier ratings, but it was probably like like B, B tier, which is pretty sad because it has like 26 speakers or something, and they bragged about it. But like the Escalade is straight up S tier. It's like one of the best sound systems I've ever reviewed. So Lincoln has a long way to go. Well, apparently, the Expedition is built in the Kentucky truck plant. Yeah. But so are some F-150s. Yeah. So does that, in exchange, mean that it's possible that it could be built in Michigan, too? Yeah. It probably says on the Monroe. Yeah, Flat Rock, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think it could be built in flat rock. So that'll be that'll be neat. We're gonna be doing the full gamut on that car. Um, then we also have the Lexus GX, which the only reason it's relevant to have is because it has the updated infotainment. infotainment system, and that's cool because that is an S tier sound system. Is it really? Yes, it's so good. And part you can of actually connect your phone now to it too. <laughs> right, exactly. And part of what makes it so good is that it's so dead ass quiet inside. Like you drive on the highway. And oh, it's like right. you can whisper to each other. And and it's 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 just perfectly quiet. I'm actually a tad bummed that we're not really gonna be spending any time with it, driving it, because I like the GX. I didn't like it at first, mm -hmm. but then I kind of like got its charm after a little while. Yeah, I've I've also grown more to appreciate old new cars. Yes. New old cars. Yeah. I Except guess for the rather. forerunner. Except the for well, I would have appreciated the forerunner if it didn't have the stupid exhaust. <laughs> Kentucky. That's yeah. where our navigator was built? Yeah. Alright. It's a good thing there's a map of Detroit on the dash. They should have put a map of Louisville, Kentucky or something on there. <laughs> what if it's like not a map of Detroit on the dash and I'm just like talking right. shit for it's, no reason? It's just random streets. It's just like a design. Entirely yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is Kentucky. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Doubtful though. Probably Detroit because Lincoln is just obsessed. Do you remember those old Lincoln commercials with Eminem? Oh no, that was Chrysler. It was yeah, Chrysler. Chrysler the, 200. the 200, like a base model 200 rolling through. Uh, yeah. Wasn't Detroit. it the 200 that had the uh, Detroit skyline on like uh, underneath in like the center console? But it probably it, they um, left out uh, the Renaissance Center, the GM headquarters building. Oh, they like they? they like purposely left that out. Wow. Yeah. Thrown shade. What is it with American car makers just being obsessed with Detroit? Like I, I, I get that that's like. Okay. It's... I think they think people care more. Yeah, but we don't care. Right. We're from here and we don't care. American automakers are stupid. Okay. It's, I mean, there's just nothing else to it. Even yeah. back these car and driver magazines that are still here like 40 years ago, they just, they do stupid things and they don't just understand, just build good cars. Just build a good car. I don't care. Like, no I one... would rather have better build quality than a stupid map of Detroit in yeah. a car somewhere. Right. Yeah. I don't think any... The, the 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 furthest an Easter egg should go is something like the little Jeep uh Jeeps that like crawl up the side oh, of yeah, the Yeah, or on the Bronco Sport with the classic Bronco. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and those are more enthusiast type vehicles, so okay, That's I kind of get it. And it's very simple. But yeah, no one gives a shit about I'd say ninety eight percent of car buyers don't care where their car is built. No. They they don't know, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They're just gonna waltz in and get a ninety six month loan. On something they can't yep, afford. That's right. And they just want decent fuel economy and place to put all their shit, their McDonald's mm. wrappers. And then they're gonna they're gonna drive it and not change their oil. And then yep. the transmission's gonna break and they're gonna get a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of not changing oil, do oh. you do you ever watch Hoovy's Garage? I do watch Tyler Hoover. Not lately, but he just yeah. bought a Maserati Levante. Uh -huh, that went sixty thousand miles without an oil change. Jeez. How does he know that? Uh, because it's the car's brain it stores when like the oil life is reset. Wow. So I guess he doesn't technically know that maybe the oil life wasn't reset because they sure. could have had it done at like some bootleg shop. Yeah. But it was he got the oil changed and the car wizard was like, This is like some of the worst oil I've ever seen. Like it it like stuck to the drain. <laughs> um like it left a film, like it was really gross. Well there you go. People are gonna just buy their car, not change the oil. <laughs> yeah, well it was it was a repo. Still. Yeah. Someone still bought it. I know. Yeah, was yeah. he the second owner? Is Hoovy the second owner? Like, yes. Yeah, person bought it new, made payments for like a year, and then stopped making payments. Put sixty thousand miles on it in that time, though. Oh, oh, it's got over a hundred thousand miles on it. Hundred thousand miles. I think, it's, I think it's a nineteen, so it's three or four, wow. three or four years old. A lot of drug running. Oh, actually, yes, that's what it was used for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have proof of that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was that's that's a good pickup for Hoovy. That's like yeah. per perfectly in I line. I paid with like thirty channel. grand for it, or like twenty nine thousand or something okay. crazy. Yeah, hopefully he makes more than that in, in revenue. I'm sure he's already made it back. Right. He gets insane views. <laughs> yeah, I know. Speaking of revenue, we've made over $1,000 on our Maverick Comparo. Your button. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've also made a remarkable amount of money on my uh, Can-Am Riker video. Yeah, that's great. I saw that's been kind of like... Eh. Yeah, the views are up, but the, the RPM is huge. Like oh, in, very good. In comparison, the RPM on this one's like $14. And there are other videos, like a, the Mazda 3 sound test is like $4. Oh. Our Maverick one is very high as well. It's like $10. Um, so it's like the views, but then also the fact that the RPM is pretty high. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, are you going to be getting any more bikes or 
Can-Am three-wheel tricycle Probably. Things? Probably after the wedding. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I was I was already in talks with them to get the Spider, which is the elevated version of the Riker. Um, I have no idea what that means. The Riker is like the Civic, and the Spider is like the Accord. So it's bigger. Bigger, more Does luxurious. <laughs> no. The same, it's the same element. Still a tricycle? Yeah, it's still a tricycle. Uh, reverse tricycle, though. Let's see. You should get one of those stupid Polaris things that blasts music in cities. What's Actually, uh, there is one of those in the press fleet right now, so I'm going to try to get us one. I don't want to drive. I have no interest in driving that. You don't want to drive? It just looks like the most horrible, horrid thing in the entire world to drive. You don't want to drive? That's kind of neat. The, uh, the Chevy Ecotec motor? With I them. already have a Cobalt. I could just... <laughs> I don't. I don't get. You could just buy a Chevy Cobalt, cut the roof off, and blast your shitty music out of that instead. Yeah. So that's that's the Riker, a little smaller. Oh, I see. It's just a little more refined. Yes, exactly. So it's going to be uh, ride a little bit different. Um, I mean, you can still get sporty versions of, of each, sporty or unsporty. <laughs> Have you seen the video of the guy that takes a Riker into a skate park? Yes. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> I always think of that now when I see Rikers. The guy. <laughs> Does he fall off of it? Yeah. I think one of our early podcast episodes, I, I, talked, I, about I talked about the death penalty. Um, oh, right. And, and really? I think that's one of the, just anyone, like the person yeah. who jumped the Tesla should be killed. Oh, yeah. I saw one the other day. Someone took an SUV into a skate park and was driving about in it. I think it was like an MDX or something. I would almost rather those people be like drunk out of their mind or like on drugs than the fact that they're like doing it and recording it for like views. Oh, right. Yeah. Like the Tesla jump and the BMW X2 jump. Yeah. All that stuff. Right. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh so GX and then we also have the uh the Compass. The the 2022 the model. P ass. Yeah, yeah, P ass. The P poop. Um it's uh actually a, quite a nice interior. It is. Like. Yes, very, I have nice briefly driven the new Compass. Yeah. Um, we drove it at the Mama Rally. And it drives exactly the same as the outgoing, you know. I mean, it's it's really just a facelift. Yeah. It's got like a slightly different front and rear fascia, um, but the real, the main difference is in the interior and they like really, really stepped up. That's the color of the one. That's probably what we'll get because that's the color of the one that was at Mama. Okay. The orange and the uh, white. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It does look nice. The What transmission is in this? Uh, nine speed. Okay. It's bad. I was just hoping it was, I was making sure it wasn't CVT. No. No, they used to be though. They used to be CVTs and um, Patriots and Compass. I don't know if the Compass ever had a CVT, but I know the Patriot did. Right, right, right. Yeah. Speaking of CVT, somebody, some idiot, commented on, oh, uh, dear. on one of, on one of our Maverick videos. I think it was a fuel economy test one or something. And he was said something along the line of like, like how do you sleep at night? Like recommending a CVT or something. Oh, I like. sleep quite well actually. <laughs> and it's like. You mean the same transmission that Priuses have and do like four hundred thousand miles Literally. on regularly? Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure it's not the transmission that's going out. He's only like ever that. heard of Nissan. Right. Yeah. And yet, like you know, Ford six speeds and escapes go out at like a hundred thousand miles. Do you think? I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a connection between the way that Nissan Altimos are driven and why they blow up so prematurely? Probably not. You don't think so? No. You don't think like 120 up the left lane constantly. <laughs> Full throttle, broken, <laughs> no missing bumpers. <laughs> could, you don't think there's any connection? Could, I mean, there may not be. I'm just... <laughs> it's just food for thought. Yeah. Just maybe something to consider before you talk shit about Nissan. Fair consider enough. how they're driven. Yes, savagely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Um. Yeah, no, CVTs are totally fine in the right application. I just don't want yeah. them on WRXs. Oh, God. Do they still do that? They did. I don't know what the new WRX has. Probably a CVT. Yeah, probably a CVT. Ugh. Subaru CVTs are arguably worse than Nissan. I don't CVTs. even want to. I'm not. You know, I'm gonna refrain from sp speaking on Subaru today. <laughs> You're gonna take the high road. Mm -hmm. No longer making any comments about Subaru. Wow, that's very, uh, very bold of you. Thank you. Um. Well, the last Subaru that we had. Yep. CVT. Yeah, great. Six-speed manual. And a new Subaru Performance automatic transmission, CVT. Mm. Is it in parentheses? Yes. Oh, it is. Nice. Yep. Uh, you know, the last Subaru we had, I wasn't very nice about it. And we haven't had one since. <laughs> Actually, we have. We had a B or uh, Chris got a BRZ. Okay. No, it's yeah. fine. 
yeah and we'll be getting uh one i think soon too and i'm going to drive the new um oh wait that's the z the Celter Solterra. no 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 i'm driving the uh new nissan z in a few weeks you are mm -hmm. it's a local drive Chris just drove it yeah did he say anything about it no probably embargoed anyway probably mm. can't speak on it but they have a local drive event that I'm going to drive at uh, here in a few weeks. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Can I car. come? Should be quite good. Maybe. Yeah, we can see. Okay. Yeah. There's been a lot going on recently. So yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what's going on mm -hmm. anymore. So. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just existing. Yep. And filming videos and editing. <laughs> just pumping it out. Yeah. Content. Mm-hmm. And then... So the compass that should be good and fine yeah oh yeah um i'm curious what sound system's in that i wonder uh, if they still do alpine yes okay yeah emily's is just a bass sound system but it's decent okay. honestly the, her bass sound system is like sure. i don't know probably like -tier between probably? a c and a b yeah, yeah it's pretty decent and you're going to be comparing the the interiors of yes. the old compass and the, and the facelifted ones that'll be cool yeah yeah, I think yeah quite well. the biggest win for the new compass is the new infotainment because yeah. the old one's garbage sure it's so bad yeah did you ever use the like super base jeep infotainment from like five years ago on like wranglers or whatever no it's like comically rudimentary like you press a button and then five seconds later it actually does something yeah yep, that's, yep. the, the that's how the compass like, is though too like it somehow it, oh yeah 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 miraculously has apple carplay wow. but it's still that hideous matte matte screen whereas the new one has just a normal like a phone yeah, that's one of the coolest things about the new Uconnect system is how crisp the screen is. Yeah. Very, very nice glass. Yep, just don't remote start it because then your passenger <laughs> screen won't turn on and your climate control won't work. Most cars don't have to worry about their passenger screen not working. Yes, but some people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the last car we have this week, probably the most exciting, is a BMW i4. M50. Yes. M50 don't leave that I part out. Uh, faster to 60 than an M3 competition. Wow, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. You know what bothers me, though? There's a 19-inch wheel option and a 20-inch wheel option. Oh, hopefully ours has the 19s. No, they're 20s. Oh, no. And the range difference is remarkable between the two. So if I bring this up here. Yep, BMW. fuel economy. So the 19-inch the wheels gets 98 MPG on the highway, and the 20-inch uh, wheels gets 80 on the highway, which means, if I uh, bring these both up to compare, 270 miles versus 227 miles. Holy crap. Pretty dramatic difference there. Yeah, that's not good. Right, and it's a tad frustrating because Alyssa and I are actually going to be using that car this week to go to her parents' house, and her parents' house is about 260 miles round trip. Oh, no. Yeah, so if we had the 19-inch wheels, we would probably make it just fine because BMW probably undershoots its range estimate oh, a little probably, bit. probably, yeah. Yeah, but instead, we're going to have to stop and fast charge. Oh. Yep, because of the stupid wheels. Life of an EV owner. I know. Stop and charge your car. Well, it's just, I just find it strange because, like, I know EVs are becoming a little bit more mainstream, and the, the whole mm -hmm. point of the uh, of the i4 is to, like, make EVs a little bit more, like, normal. That's supposed yeah. to be its whole thing. It still has the stupid face on it, so yes, it mainstream does. it. Yeah. But the, what frustrates me is, is, is EVs are still fairly new and fairly niche and fairly nerdy. So who's going to voluntarily give up 50 miles of range uh, just for the wheel? There's nothing good about the large wheels. 19 is large enough for a sedan. Oh, yeah. 20s are just going to ride shittier yep. and get worse range. Yeah. Miami. They're going to sell them in Miami. In, in LA, maybe. LA, yeah. Shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it would be in BMW's best interest to only have 19ers in the press fleet, especially in Detroit. Yeah. Because sure. we're gonna, everyone's going to bitch and moan about the ride quality. And range. And range. If I were BMW, I wouldn't put any of the 20-inch wheel cars in the press fleet. No, I wouldn't. I would either. rather have complaints about, oh, the wheels are an inch too small because no one cares. I would rather not have complaints about, oh, the ride sucks and the range is bad. Right. Right. Plus, who's going to complain about 19s being too small? Right. Some journalist that had to sit Comfort Plus instead of first class on his way to the event. <laughs> That's the uh, BMW i4 32. Is ours matte blue? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, they look good, but gosh, those look like rubber bands of wheels. Or tires, rather. It is an attractive car, though. It does actually look quite nice. All right, so those are the 
presumably the night looks really good with the, the euro plate which ours won't have because it breaks up the grill mm -hmm. um so now let's go to 19 inch wheels and see if it looks god awful oh wow it doesn't oh yeah it looks totally fine what a concept it looks exactly the same <laughs> To be fair, I don't know exactly which one of these have the 19s and the 20s, but oh. the point is... Click on that car. They're, they're, you're you're going to be fine Ooh. either way. These might be the 19s, because they're kind of arrow-looking wheels. Yeah, that's that one's not an M50, though. That's just a base. Sure. Okay. Yeah, very strange. Either way, I'm looking forward to it, and we're going to put a lot of miles on it, so it should be, uh, should be a neat car. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Any Copart uh, recommendations let, for us? Let me see. You know, I, I, you, you've been busy this. I've week, been editing. So, yeah, so yeah, you haven't had time to, to just chill on Copart. Got any uh, Copart finds for us? Um, oh, I actually have one that's very important. Oh no! Yeah, I do have one that's. I mean, if if I have to choose one, it's this. <laughs> it's it might be a little bit too damaged for us to purchase, but I think we should consider it. Okay. Four zero four, two one two. Seven two. Oh, it's a cross cab. I just yeah. saw one of these recently. Yeah, unfortunately, airbags deployed and the suspension looks like it's damaged and and whatnot. Beautiful love, color. I love how this is still a uh, clean title. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. So for anyone listening, it's a 2011 Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet, which if you're not familiar is a convertible SUV. I feel like you'd own one of these. Oh yes, I would I would very much be interested in owning one of these. Yeah, definitely up your alley. Yeah, I would I'd cut the muffs and just get, get that glorious VQ just like CVT. Yeah. Like, oh, it is a CVT? Oh, I'm sure it is. It's a Murano. Uh, Aren't those all CVTs? 2011. Do some Google. Wait, you guys aren't going to be able to see this cuz it's over here. Charlie's googling something currently for those listening. Googling Nissan Murano transmission. It is a CVT, right? I knew it. Wow. So 260 more. Sorry. Can you imagine how much that weighs? <laughs> I bet it weighs like 400 pounds more than the normal SUV. Still, I'd still cut them off. Yeah. Maybe so. I'd swap a manual transmission in it too. Make a real... Uh, and at that point, I should really just get a G37. Yeah, but this is funny. Yeah. So That's character. But no, it is quite clapped. Yeah. By clapped, hit, I mean damaged. It got hit pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I oh, found it. All the shit in the back. Yeah, that comes with it probably. I see a McDonald's wrapper. Yeah, and an ashtray. Mm -hmm. Big ashtray. Wow. Probably very smells classy. pretty nice in there. <laughs> the good news is you could air it out very easily. Because of the hot, yeah. Yeah, of the just drive it down the highway with the top down. <laughs> um, Would you like to see a really clean Buick? I would. Better okay. not be a LeSabre, though. It's not a LeSabre. 417 400 12. It's a 2005 Buick Rainier. Yeah, it's actually very mildly damaged. And you know what's funny about this? This has a salvage title. Go to the damage. Oh, yeah, because it's Ohio. Yeah, Ohio salvages everything. Literally just a bumper and... A hatch. And the taillight's probably in the trunk. What's wrong? Oh, Although yeah. It's, probably, it's probably cracked, but... Yeah. You could drive it as is, though. Well, you put a taillight on it. put a taillight on it. You could probably take that bumper off and just pop that out. Only 93,000 miles as well. Yeah, it's so clean. Yeah, it's literally mint. These had an inline six. Did you know that? I did not. That's pretty cool. It is a four point two liter inline six in mm. that SUV. That's a large inline six. It's a large inline six. It, it it looks like a nice, a nice car. I assume that there's yeah. I see that. There's probably a little bit of a crinkle in the what they consider the frame. Uh huh. But you put the taillight over it, and you wouldn't even notice. I don't think it, there's any structural rigidity that's no. armed by an accident like this put it this way a mid-2000s buick is probably already as unsafe as you'd want to get yeah, anyway I mean, from from the factory right well then, this is just a trailblazer yeah um so. and so you're gonna you're driving a death trap regardless they did so many different versions of this platform they did they did the trailblazer chevy trailblazer gmc envoy yep they did the oldsmobile bravada the, the buick the, rainier the saab the saab 97x and the isuzu ascender yeah they did six different ones i'm Really, no, I'm not forgetting out. any. Is there a Cadillac? No, I don't think so. Cadillac didn't do many no, SUVs. I think back they then. they did a. Was it the first it gen different. SRX or was that a different platform? No, it was the X X something S SRX. Uh, yeah. SRX was their smaller SUV. No, but that it might was have, something that different. might have been a smaller platform. Yeah, than 
am I forgetting yeah. what? It, no, maybe it was just. It might have just been called the SRX, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they did six different uh, trims of that thing. Yeah, impressive, really. The uh, GM's uh, abilities to uh, just milk the shit out of cost of anything. Yeah. 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 Yep. I bet no one even noticed. No, I'm no. sure they didn't. Because mm-hmm. again, they don't care about anything. They which just which one would you have of the six? The well, Isuzu. Probably one of the ones that has the inline six. Hmm. Or you could have the um super uh, uh the point, yeah the trailblazer yeah trailblazer SS or the Saab nine seven X Arrow yeah was a trailblazer I would SS. probably take that that was probably the coolest one you could have yep yeah yeah I would take the Saab gosh that uh the last generation Saab um was it the nine five or whatever like the two thousand eleven oh, one the Malibu looked, thing looks so good yeah it's a very pretty car yeah. Yeah. Yep. Did I ever tell you about the the girl in the Meyer parking lot who had one of those? No. Uh, right before Alyssa and I met, um, I had a Volvo V. Is it a V? It must have been V seventy. <laughs> no, it was a press car, so it was probably V60. a V sixty Polestar. Oh, cool, blue one. Yep, wagon. Yeah, obviously V sixty. Um, yeah, I like that grayish blue. Nice. And I was loading it up uh, for Car and Driver Ten Best, and uh, this woman like came up and parked near me in her last gen Saab uh, 9.5, that really beautiful one, and uh, we chatted for a while based oh, nice. on that, because she was like, can't get like a new Saab, so I'll probably have to go Volvo. And I was like, well, this is a very good option. So she like checked it out and everything. So, yeah, cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Neat. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Next week, I will actually be out of town for the podcast, so this, I don't know how we're going to handle it. Maybe we'll record on Friday, or maybe we'll have to go without podcast next week. Oh, no. Not sure. What about consistency, though? I know. It's tough. I, I clearly uh, am, am a big one for consistency. Big maybe, one for consistency. Maybe I can call you, and you can just like set your phone right here or something. Uh, you can just do the uh, the Tedward approach and just have a call in. Yeah, that's what he does. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I'll cross that bridge uh, later on. It'll, okay. It'll be a problem for future Charlie. All right. Future yep. Charlie, if you're mm-hmm. listening, screw you. <laughs> we'll roll the story. And yeah, give us uh, good vibes for getting all our 18 videos shot this oh, week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially if I yeah, well, get if you go whatever the... Charlie has. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go do the Honda event, so that's 19 or 20 videos, depending on what That'll you do. That'll just be there. real, yeah, so okay. not as serious. But, um, so. I think you should do a little walk around for Daily Motor on that, too, and just like literally like put on your camera or something and just put on like, my POV setup. Yeah, just and... be like, this is the new HRV, show it off. Why not? Yeah. More views, more videos, more, more views, content. More, more. More everything. More. Something that can go live in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll talk at you at the next one. We're Charlie and Chris with Daily Motor. And as always, drive on. Mm-hmm.